1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
1: Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. We hope you're keeping very, very safe and well. Thank you for joining us for show number one of four this week. We are pushing the boundaries for sure. If you're listening to the show for the first time, you can find us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Audio Boom, across a range of different audio platforms. We're, of course, on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. And also, for better or for worse, you know the drill. We're also live on YouTube. And for the thousands out there in attendance, Yes, we're pushing for transfer news, which means back alongside me, of course, I've got the main man of a transfer window, Jamie Brown here at the Daily Hotspur. Jay, how are you?
0: Yeah, all all good, Ricky. Of course, I'm always very happy when I get to speak about some transfers. And I I think we've got a really great guest today. I'm really looking forward to speaking with him today. Um, And I'm sure you're going to introduce him now, Ricky.
1: Absolutely. Now, uh, we've been practising this name for the last 15 minutes off air. So this is the big moment now. Can I get it right? Right, we're going to go with Simone the Lumo uh, Sport Italia pundit and also Football Simone, how was that? Did I do okay? Yeah,
2: yeah I'm, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine, mates. That's uh, that's a massive privilege and a massive honour as well to be to be here uh, with you. Just well, discussing listen, about the uh, Spurs. So, thank special. you so much
1: for joining us. I mean, I think it's fair to say that as Spurs fans, we are absolutely starved for transfers, any form yeah. of any move at Tottenham right now. We're at day ten. In the transfer window, and so far it's been very, very quiet. And, um, listen, let's be honest about it Spurs are one of the clubs we would hopefully expect to be fairly active over this January transfer window, both in terms of incomings and outgoings. But, yeah, Simone, I just want to give you the opportunity to kind of give us a bit of your background and, yeah, how, like say you say, you come to doing what you do right now in terms of uh, reporting on transfers and how that comes about.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a sportitalia pundit and uh, yeah, I'm director as well of uh, Football Session uh, Docket. So, as a, as I was saying before, it's a massive, uh, it's a massive privilege to be to be here in front of you and to to, to discuss about sports. That is a a football club. To be honest, uh, extremely close to the bottom of my heart. So uh, <laughs> I keep on following them. I keep on following them, uh, mainly mainly right now because the Sporting Director uh, come from Italy and. Uh, Their manager, of course, came from Italy. So, here we go. That's a very brave man to admit as an
1: Italian that you've got an affection for Tottenham. Brandon, one of all the clubs you could pick. And here you are, Shane, you've got an affection for Spurs. So, uh, we really appreciate that. It's a great way to start with our watching audience as well. I've got to say, um, listen, we've had an enjoyable ride so far under Antonio Conte. And at the moment, Spurs find themselves just two points off the current top four, having negotiated themselves into the fourth round of the FA Cup at the yeah. weekend, we've got a massive semi-final second leg to come, of course, in the Carabao Cup, has to be said. But ultimately, uh, you know why we're here. We know why we're here. We want to know what this club will be doing in this January transfer window. I think it's fair to say that, um, as we've said, we need signings. The club needs to carry on this rebuild. Out of interest, Simone, if I was to ask you to describe the relationship at the moment between Conte and the Spurs board, is it a happy marriage so
2: far? Yeah, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, some quotes uh, I heard some quotes by by Antonio that was uh, asking for a for a meeting between uh, Paratici and uh, Daniel Levy. I I know for 70% to 100% that he's gonna keep in touch with uh, with Fabio because Fabio Paratici and uh, Antonio are close friends. They have been knowing each other for so much time. They work together with with Juventus, so they know each other. And uh, I think that uh, Fabio Paratici is the right man to to bring in. Players that Antonio wants, and that's massive. To be honest, uh, as you know, as you know, uh, the January transfer window is quite difficult. It's quite tough because you know, uh, I suppose Tottenham to to make uh, big moves in uh, in June, maybe in July. That that what that's that's what I think, as well. As you know, Antonio wants to. Antonio wants to to finish, to test all the players because his coaching philosophy, guys, is quite simple. He wants to improve every single player because he's convinced by the fact that uh, improving every single player, he can pre- improve the quality, the total quality of the of the team. So he's currently working uh, bringing him back, the likes of Romero, the likes of Reguilon, the likes of Sessegnon. So he's working, he's working and you can see a good potential in all of them, guys, all of them. So uh, I don't know uh the right uh, position where Tonan want to bring in new players of course they are searching for uh, a backup for, Ari, for a for each for Kane I've got some ideas about it uh they are trying to flood some players you know everyone knows aware everyone is aware of the way Tanguy Ndombele uh, last day yesterday was escaping from uh, from the uh, from the pitch. So I think that uh, this is the moment to flood players, then to recruit new funds, to to try to to improve every, every single. Uh, because you know, if you want to fight for big things in Premier League, you know, and we are going to discuss about it, you have to be brave on the market. You have to try to bring in new players in every single position. So that's what it is.
0: I'm on mute. Um, so, just sticking on on particular positions, I think there's there's a clear need for a, a number of different areas in this squad to be improved. Um, of yeah. course, right wing back is an area that looks for Spurs be looked to be targeting this month. Central defence, uh, central midfield, so lots of areas. Kind of, where do you expect Spurs to really go for in in this January transfer window? What positions do you expect us to strengthen? Yeah, that's uh,
2: that's that's a big a big question. Of course, it. Uh, as I was saying, it all depends on the, the players that will leave the club mates, and uh, you know, uh is clearly wanted back by Wolves, and it could yep. be a, a part of uh, the the dream, the dream of uh, both uh, Fabio Paratici and uh, Antonio Conte, that is uh, clearly Adama Traore, because uh, Antonio Conte is clearly convinced that the player can become a fantastic, a fantastic back and that's, that's the biggest difference between Uh, trying to uh, add players just to it and then uh, uh, reinforce the squad reinforce the squad as you know the situation today is that uh, Antonio is happy, Antonio is uh, absolutely happy because uh, um, you know Tottenham job is Tottenham job guys because I think that uh, the Champions League final that Spurs lost two years ago thanks to to Poch completely changed the perception of Spurs around the world they are a big club the training ground is 7001. The, the the new Tottenham Stadium is uh, absolutely amazing. To be honest, I was there. Huh? I was there on the opening ceremony against Palace on the on the first of uh, of April of 2019. So uh, there is everything. Everything to win. The biggest problem for sports is that they are currently and they will and will do they are currently playing in the Premier League. and The Premier League is the best league in the world. So you know. Uh, you, know the, you know more than me, there are the likes of uh, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea and Man United too, as well because I strongly think that Man United is still far better than Tottenham in terms of the squad. You have to look at the modern history of the club. Uh, we are talking about a club that uh, was at top of English football under Poch because Poch was uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, the job he did, he was uh, a legend. And, uh, you know, when you decide to sack Poch to bring on uh, jose that clearly passed his best that's what happened guys that's what happened and uh, now tottenham uh, after a wonderful era i repeat built from poch and destroyed by jose between uh, 2014 and 2021 need to rebuild need to rebuild and uh, daniel levy has given the key the keys to rebuild uh, a new tottenham to 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 fabio paratici both pa- fabio and and uh, antonio so it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard, Antonio. I think that uh, today is releasing, is realizing that it's gonna be harder than it feels, because you know, as I was saying, we are talking about the Premier League, guys, the Premier League. But he's already, as you can see, three nil to knowledge, two, uh, two 0 to Norwich, to one to zero to to two nil to to Bradford, massive three points uh, last week in uh, in Watford. He's doing a great job and he's already driving. Uh, A normal car as a Ferrari, so the uh, the future is bright. Yeah, I must
1: ask you. um, I must ask you just very quickly on your point there. We we are talking about Traore in a bit more detail, but I mean you mentioned that for Conte's perspective, he is determined to maybe convert him into a right, right wing back. I know a lot of people, including me as a fan, I'm just wondering. You know, if you want a right wing back, why not just go out and buy a right wing back? Why why are we as a club trying to convert a player that isn't that type of player? When ultimately, that's exactly what Spurs need right now. Do you see that point?
2: Yeah, uh, I was listening to the Bruno Lagas, the Wolverhampton manager, yesterday, and it was clear, guys. It was absolutely clear. He it was saying that uh, they, as well, are trying to build something great at Wolverhampton, uh, and to build something great, just Daniel Levy shows uh, during the Mauricio Pochettino's great year at the club was to keep their starts. But if someone managed to come to Wolverhampton to the money new uh with big money they need to to, to, to sell it to sell them and which are the sets of words today you guys right now they are Ruben Neves that I would love to see at Tottenham and of course Adam Traore of course um uh, the asking price at the moment right now is 40 million pounds uh Tottenham are willing to spend 20 millions I strongly hope that uh As you know, the agents today, right now, are a massive part of the deals, are massive part, especially in January. And I strongly hope that um, the likes of uh, Judge Mendes will help Boratici to bring on uh, such a great player like uh, Adama Traore, because everyone knows Adama. Adama has got a huge potential. uh, But I think that uh, Antonio can bring in and transform him just like uh, Victor Moses used to play at Chelsea, you know. Because he has got the same uh, change on his mind, uh, on Antonio Conte's yeah. mind. He yeah. want to 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 Adam became the new the new the new become the new uh, Victor Moses, uh, changing his position from uh, right winger to right wing back. And I saw him, and I can see I, I can see potential in that uh, in that position. Emerson Royal is good, to be honest. Emerson Royal is good. He has potential to, be, to become a really, really good player, but I don't know if he's going to become top, top, top class player. Of course, that's what, uh, that's what I think. So, of course, both Fabio and both Antonio want this kind of player joining Spurs. Mm. Of course, uh, a key could be maturity Doherty. because, you know, today the backup for Emerson Royal is Matt. Matt uh, is 30 years old. He failed to impress his mark at Tottenham. Uh, Joseph Mourinho strongly wanted him. Uh, he needed to, to be the the most competitive player for Sergio Uribe. But he failed. Really? And they want to, to, to sell now. But, uh, you know, to deal with Daniel Levy is not easy. That can be good when you have to sell, for example, in 2013, Gareth Bale to, to, to Real Madrid. Because the Everyone knows Daniel Levy in Europe. Daniel Levy what that price. want that price. And mm. if you don't pay that money, you will never get a player from, from him. Uh, to sell players that are out of the plans of a manager is not easy. It's mm. not easy. And then you have to cut the losses. But that's not yeah. a problem of my loyalty because I can see. Uh, for example, if the if the request is about uh, is around... Forty million pounds, and the offer is uh, around twenty. I think that Tottenham can manage can dare to, to offer thirty million pounds in majority. You know, it's gonna be harder to sell uh, the likes of Sangiulio Bele, because Sangiulio yep. Bele is the record signing of Spurs, yep. sixty-five million pounds just two and a half years ago. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be harder. But Adamantore is not impossible at all. It's not impossible. It can happen.
0: Yeah. So, just in terms of outgoings, how important do you think that outgoings are going to be in terms of Conte being able to bring in new players? Are Spurs very heavily reliant on getting players out the door so that it can yeah. raise funds for to bring players in? How important do you think getting players out this this month will be?
2: Yeah, I think that is massive to to try to find some refunds at the club. Uh, and I'm going to see that because, you know, uh, in terms of uh, comparison with Man City, with the likes of Liverpool, with the likes of Arsenal, with the likes of Man United, uh, uh, Tottenham spent less, Daniel Levy spent less, respect if you compare the, the net that Tottenham spent in the last couple of years. But if you compare what Tottenham uh, actually spent on the market in the last couple of years, uh, for example, with Italian clubs. They spend a lot, guys. Uh, Thirty million pounds for, uh, yeah. for, for the likes of Cesc Twenty million pounds for. Thirty million pounds for the likes of Sergio Reguilon. Sixty-five million pounds for Tanguino Bele. Sixty million pounds for uh, Gio Lazio. Too much money. Too much money. So I think that Daniel Levy has got the funds, can bring in new players, but he needs the help of a good sporting director, as Fabio Baratic, because uh, you know, I remember. When on the last days of uh, the transfer market, the summer re- window of, of uh, the summer window of, of uh, last couple of years ago, uh, I'm talking about uh, 2019, uh, if not more, is uh, don't get me wrong, 2019, uh, they tried to both to to buy Los Aljos from Betis and Bruno Fernandes from Sporting Lisbon. Uh, the biggest mistake by Levy is that when you decide to spend that big amount of money on Zero so why not? Today is to do, no? So why not spend 70 on Bruno Fernandes? Because yeah, you, we're,
1: all, we're all, all wondering that question.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest. Yeah. So so the problem is not for me, Levy out. That's not the problem, because Levy spent. But the biggest problem is that Daniel Levy spent uh, the money, spent the money in raw players, guys. In role players to rebuild the team. In broad players, there is a big difference between Bruno Fernandes and uh, the likes of uh, Gio, Gio, Giovanni Lucchese. So, so, you know, when you invest money, you need to be sure. You need to be sure that you are investing them in uh, in that way. If not, it's gonna be it's gonna be a waste of money. That's all.
1: Let's ask you about he- um Simone because at the moment we understand Spurs are. In talks with Larice over a potential new contract, is that something you personally understand? And how close yeah. do you think we are of seeing Larice sign a new deal with Tottenham?
2: I think that they are talking. The agents, uh, who want to stay, who wants to stay at the club, loves the club just like uh, Antonio Gontes did. Antonio Conte wants him to stay, and that's massive And I think that uh, Antonio. Knows that Hugo Yoris is a top keeper not just for today, not just right now, but for two. I'm looking forward to the next couple of years. Uh, Hugo can be can be a, still a top player for the next couple of years, guys. So that's what, uh, what's the most important. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, it's easy, it's a uh, an easy deal. I'm not thinking that he has is a priority right now because right now, you know. Generally transfer window. Let's try to offload some players. Let's try to to bring in new faces at the club. I think that uh, it's about February, March. What I think, but it's gonna be easy. It's gonna be easy. They are talking about uh, Tono wanting to stay. Hugo wants to stay. So I'm not looking forward to to find uh, any kind of uh, issues in this deal. I think that it's gonna be a contract until uh, maybe 2000. 23, 2024, with an option to extend. I think so. I think so. I think so.
1: Out of interest, Simone, um, another goalkeeper that we've got at the club at the moment hasn't really been getting regular game time, and obviously did feature at the weekend. That was uh, Pier Luigi Gallini. What do you yeah. personally think is the future yeah. for him? Because um, we understand Spurs have got to trigger. Is it up to 20 competitive games for Gallini to sign for Spurs permanently? What do you see happening in terms of Gallini's future at the club?
2: Great question, mate. Great question and great point as well. You know, uh, as you know, as you know, the loan deal between Atalanta and Tottenham for Golini last last absolutely two years. So his contract with Tottenham is at least till June two thousand twenty-three. Now it's all up to the player. I'm sure. I'm sure he will finish the season at Tottenham because Tottenham need need him for a, as a second choice as a number twelve. But, you know, if he wants to play his cards, if he wants to, to have a chance to go maybe to Qatar 2022, he needs to move on and be back in Italy. If Tottenham and Conte wants to to go on, to keep on going with Hugo Urias. So I think I'm going to give you 100% that he's going to stay at Tottenham till the end of the season. Even if his contact with the, with the club is lasting to... I think 2023. Next summer, next summer, that we look, that we look. Because you know, don't forget that the Atalanta decided to to sell to sell Piergiorgolini to Tottenham, just because they wanted to improve the keeper and they brought in uh, Musso from Udinese. And that's mm. that's that's. I think that Musso is better than uh, is actually better than uh, than Gollini. Gollini will stay at Tottenham till the end of the season. Then we'll see. It. Then we'll see. It. That's what what I know. That's one what they are saying to me. Uh, so, so, just for some clarification is... on that, Simone, if you don't
1: mind me asking you, so are we saying this is a this is a two-year loan deal with Greali? Yeah, just yeah, to yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It's a loan deal uh, that is going to last two two seasons. But I think right. that uh, is um, a very intelligent move from Paratici, if you remember, to pave the way for the biggest deal with Atalanta. The one with, with Cristiano Romero, I think that Tottenham managed to give Atalanta more money in that in that move because the primary target for uh, for Fabio Paratici was, of course, of course, definitely, guys, one hundred percent was Cristiano Romero. So uh, Atalanta wanted to sell Golini. Golini wanted to come back to England. Tottenham is a massive club. He earned a lot of money. He stay on the bench, yeah, definitely. It's all up to the player, guys. It's all up to the player. Because if the players, I repeat, I keep on saying that, wants to play, uh, wants to try uh, to conquer uh, his place for Qatar 2022, I think that he needs to move on and leave Tottenham to be back in Serie A. If he Mm. wants to stay and fight for his place, I think that, uh, I don't know with Nuno, but with Antonio, the situation is clear. Hugo will extend his contract and we stay at the club. So Mm. the first choice... Uh, for the next couple of years, we stay where it is.
0: So, just on potentially like new new keepers coming into the club, I know one player that we uh, we have been linked with is Dean Henderson, who's currently at Manchester United. He's not getting very much playing time there. Yeah, um, is there are there any names that that maybe Spurs are kind of being linked with in terms of maybe a new keeper coming in in, in the summer?
2: You know, at the moment, uh, at the moment, uh, Golini remains Stephen's choice, and Tottenham will. Uh, uh, will send back to Italy, Collini, only if Pierre will say to the club that uh, he wanted, as I was saying, uh, I want to be back in Italy. You know, uh, Samir Andanovic is an experienced keeper, is uh, out of contact in June, but uh, for what I know, Lazio is strongly want him for the next season. Because, you know, Lazio, the situation of keepers in Lazio is that Reina is out of contact in the summer. Sakosha is out of contact in the summer. And maybe, why not? S- could be could be an idea, because, you know, we are talking about players that uh, are out of contract because the market today is quite different from the last couple of years guys uh, years ago uh, we don't tell we don't we didn't have all this kind of expiring contracts you know uh, today we are talking about players like see Dybala, many many players look at the way uh, psg la summer Tennis, they scored. you know of course they they bought in the, the left back from Sporting Lisbon. Of course, they paid 70 million pounds to Inter de Milan for, for Asha Frakimi. But Messi, Sergio Ramos, Gini Wijnaldum. We are talking Sergio Ramos too. We are talking about all players that were out of contract. And this is a big change between these years and the last couple of years, guys. You know, COVID nineteen has changed everything. Today, the biggest clubs, also the biggest clubs in Europe are struggling to keep their own players because they don't know they don't know how to pay that salary it's complete uh, everything is changing guys everything is changing
1: I must ask you Simone you know we, we discussed very earlier about the the right wing back situation and you said as far as you're concerned that wolves are looking for a free of around 40 million can I just confirm is that 40 million euros or pounds as you understand? Pounds, Padama, guys. Pounds, pounds. pounds, okay. And Spurs 45. at the moment yep, yeah, and Spurs are at twenty at the moment. Um, yeah, you know we've seen other right wing backs linked to the club, the likes of Tarek uh, uh Philip Kostic, Manuel Lazari. From your understanding, if I was to say those names to you, do you, do you anticipate Spurs will get Traore done this window, or is there still a lot to happen for that move to fall into place? They
2: will try. They will try. It all depends on the offer, of course the maturity speech is quite close to, is quite addicted, connected to the Adamo Torre, new uh, potential in coming. Of course, you mentioned some names. Manuel Lazari is facing, is struggling to to find his place in uh, in, uh, in Lazio. Maurizio Sadi has completely changed the way Lazio are defending at the moment, because Lazio used to play 3-5-2, the same system. And that's why Inter de Milan brought in Simone Zaghi, because he played with the same system of... Uh, of Antonio Conte, uh, that's that, that's the biggest difference between the uh, the manager. I don't think at the moment I don't think Manu Lazzari could be a potential target for Spurs because he's not strong in terms of uh, pace, read, uh, strength that Premier League ask you to be. Okay, that's that's quite different. Philip Kostic is another player. He's another player. Uh, uh, he started as a left back, then he became a left winger. Uh, he can play on the left, guys, on the left. But yeah, I, I think it's it's a speech for June. It's a, it's a matter for June. Because, for what I know, at the moment, uh, Antonio is working on both Sergio Reguilon and Ryan Sessegnon to take the best out of them. Now, uh, we are going to June. On June, everything can happen. If Ryan or maybe Sergio Reguilon uh, does not, do not satisfy Antonio Conte, that Tottenham can think about Philip uh, Kostic, but I don't know. At the moment, I don't know. I don't think he's a priority at the moment. They are looking for a right wing back, that's for sure. And as you know, as everybody knows, the main target for Spurs is clearly Adam Atorio from Wolves.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I must say what I just said earlier. I know people for, that for, for, just tuned in. Uh, it's so Spurs that only Spurs be looking for a right wing back, that they sign a player that isn't a right wing back. They look to convert him as a right wing back. There's nothing yeah. more Tottenham then that. that is Spurs all over. I mean, whether it works or not, I know, again, Traore has really, I would say, polarised the opinion. Um, certainly of our uh, last one on Spurs group members and, again, online, you see the difference in opinion for a player. I mean, I am not sure you know how that goes down. And I can tell you, uh, Simone, your valuation, what you've said, is £40 million. Um, I think that's definitely stirred the comments there. I think a lot of people, you know, we've... Guys, 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 to be honest,
2: it's it's all about 40 million pounds because we are in January. But uh, yeah. if Tottenham decide to keep Majority, if Tottenham decide, for example, to keep to keep Steven Bergwijn, mm. I, I'm sure that we are going to discuss about Steven Bergwijn as well. But if they yeah. manage to keep the same squad and we arrive to to June to July, Adam mm. contract in July will be on his last year of contract, so it will cost less it will cost less because if I'm not wrong, don't get me wrong, but Adam Ator, the contract will expire in two ta- in June of 2023. So next yeah. summer, so next summer definitely it will cost less. Today yeah. in January to persuade to convince Wolves to get rid of one of their best players, you need mm. to pay 40 million pounds. Tottenham has got have got a huge uh huge cut to, to pay because you know, Matt Doherty is a player that wrote the history in the last seven, six years of, of Wolverhampton. Mm. Because when you think about uh, Wolverhampton's history, we are talking about uh, Willy Bolin, Cody, Ruben Neves, Joe Moutinho, Matt Doherty as well. Because Matt, Matt Doherty, under Nunez, Spirito Santo, Molyneux, uh, he played a huge part to the evolution of that football club from uh, struggling in the championship to European football in the Premier League. So, Matt Dirty is only wanted on that side. That's 100%. Hmm.
0: How likely do you think it is that Spurs will be able to move Matt Dirty on, on this month? And, and, and will he go to Wolves? Is there genuine interest in Wolves to actually have him back at the club? Um, is, yeah. is that, could, could he be included in it? any sort of deal? Yeah,
2: I think I, I, I think I think that it could be definitely a possibility. I think it could be definitely a possibility. It could be definitely a possibility too. Uh, even if uh, Tottenham
0: uh,
2: didn't reach an agreement uh, won't reach an agreement with uh, with Wolves for, for Adama. for Adam. I think that uh, the valuation uh, that Daniel Levy gave him is around 10 million pounds because uh, Daniel spent uh, I don't know maybe maybe 12, maybe 13 million pounds to 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 bring him at, at the lane to bring him at the club uh, two, two seasons ago. But, you know, uh, it's, it, it could be a really, really, really a possibility, definitely, definitely. For what I know here from Italy.
0: Hmm.
2: Simone, um, Spurs, like as always
1: with Spurs, we're linked with a whole host of different players. And of course, Italy being one of the prominent um, continents that we see Spurs being linked with players. Um, defensively, at the moment, you know, centre-back has been one of those areas in which Spurs, you feel... Conte still would like to improve. And again, we've had the likes of the uh, De Lit, uh, DeVry, Ramanoli, uh, Scrini are all linked. And um, we understand from good friend of the show, Fabrizio Romano, he feels that none of those players are going to be obtainable this month. Is that your feeling too, in terms of those centre backs? And if it is, what yeah, other centre backs do you feel Spurs could target?
2: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And that's my feeling too, guys, to be honest. Because, you know, um... Conte, as you know, loves to play with three centre backs. Uh, in the middle, he wants to to help Eric Dyer to explode. And Stefan de Braye played that position. Stefan de Braye is gonna be remaining at Inter de Milan because Inter de Milan wants to win once again the, the Scudetto to establish to, to establish themselves as the best folks in this area. So definitely Stefan de Bray won't be leaving Inter de Milan in January. I think it's a, it could be a speech on for the last for the next summer, but you know the big name Antonio already has got in that position because I really think so that he wants to help Eric Dyer to become one of the best in that position. He wants to help him to become the next Pulushi, as he was at Juventus, and the next David Luiz, as Antonio Conte. Used to play a chance in that position. If you think about centre back, right, you uh, Antonio, Antonio is helping Davidson Sanchez to rescue uh, in that position. There is Romero too. You know, as you, I as I know, the Tottenham are currently uh, trying to bring in a new player for the centre left position of the three at the back. Yeah, you know, yeah. in my opinion, in my opinion. Uh Ben Davis is the perfect backup. He's the perfect backup. He's a fantastic squad player for a team that wants to win big things, but he's a squad player. Mm-hmm. If you think about bigger future, we cannot regard him as a, as a top player, of course. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure Romagnoli could be an option because, of course, Romagnoli is another player, just like I'm, i I keep on saying that he's gonna be out of contract on June. That's the nice. biggest difference. But you know, I'm not sure how many, how much will you improve uh, with Romagnoli towards Ben Davis. I'm not sure. I uh, if I was uh, if I was Fabio Paratici, there are options in Europe at the moment. There is a fantastic left-footed centre-back in Lille that can leave Lille. That is Van Bottman. Milan wants Milan strongly wants him to win yeah. the Scudetto because, yeah. as you know, Simon Kier broke his legs. Uh, broke his legs a couple of years ago, a couple of months ago, and they are trying to to push forward to, to get Sven Botman. But the biggest problem is that for AC Milan, Lille want 40 million, 40 million euros for this kind of player. You know, Tottenham in mean, the last couple of years spent thirty million pounds for Elon thirty million pounds for Sezegnon. Why not? Why not go for Sven Botman? Sven Botman could became a top top player. You know, guys, there is a big difference, a huge difference between a player with great potential, good potential, and a real player. I'm sure 100% that the likes of Van Botman can come to the Premier League right now and can play a big part. So I think that uh, if Tottenham have got a chance to reinforce the three centre-backs, it's going to be a left-footed center backs to improve mm-hmm. Ben Davis, to improve uh, uh, the position, actually, that Van Davis is currently playing. Antonio loves Ben Davis, yeah, to be honest. Just like, uh, there is a reason why, guys. There is a reason why uh, Pochettino loved this guy. The same Jose Mourinho loves this guy. Because we are talking about a very experienced player. Uh, I don't know, maybe 80 caps for Wales in the last couple mm. of years. So we are talking about a very experienced player. that is perfect for, uh, for the bench. But of course, if you want to aim, if you want to dare, if you want to go further in your step, if you want to bridge, to reduce the gap, as Antonio keeps on saying with the top four, you need to invest in that position, guys. Because you know, you've got Romero, you've got Dyer, and you've got Ben Davis. In Ben Davis, you can improve. Of course, maybe you can afford another backup for Eric Dyer because Tottenham are looking to offload Jerodon. Gerardon, uh, at the moment, uh, uh, you know everyone is aware of uh, the fact that Brighton is strongly interested in uh, in signing him. But the biggest problem is always the same. Daniel Levy won 20 million of pounds, and for 20 millions, it's gonna be harder. It's gonna be hard for Brighton too. So it's gonna yeah. be a situation like that. If Gerardon uh, can go away from from the club. Tottenham can persuade someone to, to join the club. It's all about generally, guys. It's a puzzle, it's, right? It's a puzzle it's, a
1: puzzle. it's a puzzle. Yeah.
2: It's a puzzle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we, we never seem to complete that puzzle, unfortunately. I'll, I'll hand
0: <laughs> over to Jamie. Um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the next player that we've been very strongly linked with for, for a couple of months now is Frank Kessier um, at yeah. AC Milan. I know he's out of contract in the summer. So, uh, so he's a potential player that could come into the club. Could you maybe just give your thoughts on the player? What kind of a player is he? Is obviously, he, we know he's a midfielder, but what kind of uh, central midfielder is he? And and what are the chances of him coming to Spurs and kind of him signing a pre-contract agreement or even him coming in this month, if Spurs could somehow agree a deal? Uh, what's yeah, your Jamie, understanding on that situation? Yeah,
2: Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Great point and great question as well. You know, uh, Frank Essie is a strong option for June, I can assure you. Because, uh, of course, I cover, I follow Bessie Milan everywhere, so I know stuff like this uh two clubs strong clubs in europe one team is clearly out of contact in the summer and we are talking about PSG and Tottenham Fabio Beratici wants him to join Tottenham but the biggest team the biggest plot is around top four chance for sports because Frank Essie right now conquered the Champions League football spot with the AC, AC Milan uh, as you know, as maybe you know, Tottenham already last summer wanted him to join the club, but he wanted to play Champions League football. So mm. a possibility can be, of course, for June. Fabio Paratici won team. <laughs> Antonio Conte as well strongly wants him, and that's a, a perfect, a perfect solution for them. I don't know if he wants to stay because you know the relationship with, between Frank and C- and AC Milan funds dropped a lot in the last couple of, of, of months. Because, of course, his agent wants him to go to the Prem. He wants to go to the Prem. But, of course, it's all about money. It's all about money. He is asking a lot of money today. He's asking a lot of money to Maldini, Massara, and all the board, and all, and all the AC Milan board. But I do think so. I think, and uh, I really do think so, it could be the perfect deal for Tottenham. Because, you know, Let's go deep in, a, in a tactical analysis. When Antonio Conte was the manager of uh, Juventus, he played 352. When he was the manager of Inter de Milan, he played 352. Currently, at Tottenham, he used to he's playing the same, teams, the, the same system he used to play with Chelsea, 3 4 2. And there is a huge difference between 352 and 3 4 1. Because when he played 352, he deals. Uh, he wants a playmaker in front of the three centre-backs. Okay? It yeah. uh, was Pirro Juventus, it was Brozovic in Inter de Milan. When he played 3-4 three, to three, 1, the two number eights are both physical players. You know, mm-hmm. look, uh, in regard, De Alli as a number 10, uh, Lo was as a number 10, Ndombele as a number 10. He mm-hmm. wants physical player in that position. He's playing, he's currently playing both Oiberg and Skippy on that position, just like he did with Nemaja Matic and golo Kante. So, if you remember, he was struggling to find a position for Fabregas. Just like last season, he was struggling to find a, a space, a space in his team, in inter de Milan for a top player like Christian Eriksen. Because when he, fight, when he played 3-4-1, to he want two number eight, two physical number eight in that position. see is perfect on that position because he is a strong player. Maybe in terms of uh, skills, in terms of uh, quality, he's not so gifted in terms of uh, his fits. But you know, in terms of physical, he's the perfect player for three, four to one. That's why he makes. He, it makes me thinking that it could be really an option. And for what I know, for what I know, um, Fabio Paratici is pushing his agents to to move him to, to Tottenham. That could be a real possibility because he uh, uh, wants a new ch- The player wants a new challenge. The players will try everything to win the Scudetto with inter- with, with 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 the C-Milante season. They have got huge chance to fight for Scudetto. Inter Milan and Napoli are facing between themselves this amazing battle to win the scudetto. But at the end of the season, it could be a serious possibility for him. Not in January, so answering to your primary question, not in January, not at all, no chance at all. But you know, for June, for July, is a big, big possibility. But of course, you have to persuade him with Champions League football spot, and it will. It depends of. Uh, if Antonio will be able to reach the top four or not. That's all. Hmm.
0: So just another player that, that Antonio Conte spoke about uh, recently, um, potentially coming to train with Spurs, was a former player of ours, Christian Eriksen. Of course, you know, he's he's recovering now. Um, and we obviously wish him all the best with that. Um, do you think there's any chance of Christian Eriksen coming back to Spurs uh, this month? Um or, or do you think it's just a thing where he, he'll just train with us to kind of build his fitness up? Where, where do you kind of see Christian Eriksen going next?
2: Guys, uh, I got emotional when uh, when I talk about Christian. Christian is a romantic player. Everyone knows uh, I was live on television when uh, happened mm. what happened last, uh, last summer. I think that uh, when Antonio said uh, yesterday that the doors will always open for his return to the club, I think he, he was... Uh, he was claiming uh, there are chances that Christian Eriksson will be back uh, on the training ground, training with Tottenham. But one one thing is to to train with the club. One, another thing, of course, is to be back to playing professional football. Christian is actually, is currently dreaming of playing on the World Cup in Qatar 2022. 20, 20, that is gonna be a dream for everyone, for everyone who loves football. But you know, I don't think he—it's he, a possibility, guys. I don't think it is. But you know, football is—is is the best game in the world because who knows what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? So, you know, for me, uh, the doors are open to, to to let to let the guy dream with, with the club. That's what I think. That's what I think. I don't think it's a it's a possibility. It will be a dream, guys. It will be a dream because you know Tottenham never find a cover to Christian Eriksen. Because when Tottenham in 2012 decided yeah. to sell Luka Modric, Luka was uh, uh, for one year was unsubstituted. Then one year later, one year later, Franco Baldini managed to to bring in the He's such a great player to, to the football club. Uh, Bruno Fernandes could have been uh, the answer. Siazso, to be honest, also reminds me of the worst side of uh, of Luis Olby more than the next uh, the next Christian Eriksen, guys. That's what the that's the possession I have. So let's let's move on and see what happens. But of course, Tottenham at the moment is lacking a lot of the creativity on that position, guys. On that position, because of course. Lucas and Soni uh, are quite different. Are quite different players. Uh, if you compare them with William and Hazard, of course, as I was saying, three, four to one is the system that he used to play at Chelsea. I'm talking yep. clearly about uh, about Antonio, but of course, the creativity came from William, both William and Hazard. Lucas and Sonny are two extraordinary players. Extraordinary mm. players, but they are more number seven. They can school goals. But they don't have that number 10-minded that William answer that. So, you know, I think uh, maybe next summer, Tottenham will look to, to reinforce that kind of position with uh, another option, uh, with another player that is different between Lucas and Sonny. Coutinho, for example. Coutinho, Coutinho was, a, in the last couple of days, was a gift. It was a present that uh, Barcelona sent to Aston Villa. And uh, it could have been an option, guys. It could have been an option, no, nope, because uh, clearly, uh, look at Sessonia, but players uh, Coutinho, everyone knows, it, knows that, but of course, Coutinho could have offered some, something different between them, yeah. So maybe I think that Tottenham in the next couple of months will work on such the same kind of uh, of player.
1: Was Coutinho very quickly before we go for a break, Simone, for our listeners and audio, was Coutinho ever? an option for Tottenham? Was there ever any talks held? Not at all. No?
2: Never. 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 Not at all, guys. Not at all. I don't know why, but not at all. Okay. Not at all. Well,
1: listen... Thank you for shutting that down. Um, we are going to go for our first break of the show for our listeners on audio, for our watching audience on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us again for a transfer special here uh, with Simone DeLumo, of course, a Sport Italia pundit. I'm joined, of course, also by Jamie Brown from the Daily Hotspurs. We try our best to squeeze any form of transfer news. And I can tell you there's a the patience is wilting. The patience is wilting amongst the Spurs fan base by the minute, by the second year, Simone. And I think, like I say, it's difficult because um, everybody wants you to come on here and tell us that we're signing all these players. And um, unfortunately, being a Tottenham fan, as we know, that's not always the case, right? So um we carry on battling on. And um, what I want to ask you about, Simone, is Juventus midfielder Weston McKennie. Now, um there's been links to McKennie for the last good couple of seasons. Is he a player from your understanding that is interesting Tottenham at the
2: moment yeah yeah of course He's appreciated a lot by Fabio Paratici but I think that is going to be another option for June guys you know as you know and you know very well January for window is is all about opportunities all about chances all about uh, clubs that want to save that kind of players Weston well, McKennie is fully appreciated by Juventus board and they want to keep they want to keep him but of course, for June, for July, it could be an option. Uh, his valuation today, for what I know, is all is about 25, 30 million euros, 30 million pounds. Let's have a look on what's going to happen. For what I know, Cassie is the biggest name, is the hottest name on Paratici Carn <laughs> uh, right now. That's what I know. That's what I know. for Of course, uh, there could be an option from Italian market because, of course, guys, Paratic is Italian, just like me. Antonio Conte is Italian. And they are looking forward to to new potential signings. But of course, we are talking about opportunity, guys. Opportunity. Because actually, Tottenham spent a lot. Also, in the last summer, on the last summer, because if you think 55 million pounds for Romero, 25 million euros for Brian Gill, Mm -hmm. we are talking about massive investments at the club. So it's not going to easy to find... They, they need to offload players, and it's not going to be easy because at the moment no one is willing to pay at least 30 million pounds for Tanguy Ndombele. no one is willing to, to pay at least 20, 25 million pounds for the Leali. Giulio Celso, for what I know, is staying at the club because Antonio Conte wants to, to try him, wants to get to know him at, at least until the end of the season. So it's not going to yeah, be easier. As you know, Giroudon, £25 million, Brighton is strongly interested in the defender, but at the moment they are absolutely unwilling to pay that amount of money. So as you know, and you definitely are going to know better than me, that to deal with Daniel Levy is quite difficult, it's quite tough. That's the biggest matter at at the moment.
0: One thing you just said there was about, um, you know, we've really made a quite a large investment last summer. It would be interesting to get your kind of take on on health, on how Fabio Pratici's start at Spurs. What have you made of the players that he's brought in? Do you think that maybe he, you know, continues to deserve money, more money to spend? Because a lot of the players, I think, have been slightly hit and miss. Of course, Emerson Royale looks like we're already trying to bring someone else in. Brian Hill, he's taken some time to settle in. What, but I mean, Cristiano Romero, you could argue, was a very good signing and he showed really good signs, obviously. Shame that he got the injury. But so, what have you made of, of uh, Fabio Pratici's start at Spurs in terms of the players that he's brought in?
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a big question, guys. I know in England, uh, Fabio Pratici is uh, loved by everyone. He's absolutely loved by everyone. If you talk with any, any, and I can assure any, you went to or any, you went to journalist. Uh, you you simply cannot afford to find a certain way to judge Fabi Baratici because Fabio Baratici, for the feeling that I have, is a strong, a strong sporting director. When he, he has got a strong man behind him, you know, under Marotta and under Antonio Conte, he did amazingly well, amazingly well, amazing. When he's alone. Just like the last couple of seasons with Juventus, he brought in wrong players, guys. Uh, yeah. of, co- of course, Adrian Rapio was a free agent. Aro Ramsey was a free agent. But we are talking about overrated players that failed to, to stamp their mark in Italy. And uh, many Juventus fans, to be honest, guys, are angry towards Fabio Baratici. You know, let, let's have a look last season. 55 million pounds for, uh, for Cristiano Romero. They're too much, mm. of course. Of course, Kuzi Romero is a, a great prospect. A great yep. prospect. Yeah. Brian, G- Brian Gill, £25 million plus Eric Lamela. Too much, guys. Too much, to be honest. Too much. So, let's give him time. Let's give him time. Maybe yeah. last summer he, he made some mistakes. May, maybe he made some beauty. But I think that uh, as a journalist, I keep on this. You cannot judge uh, a sporting director, a player, a manager in one season. Yes. In, in this case, we are talking about a uh, sporting director. So we need to wait two, three, four session windows, transfer windows. So let's wait. Let's wait and see. I think that we need to judge Fabio Baratti's job mm-hmm. next September, guys. Next September.
0: I think yep. that's... Yeah, sure. Um, so another midfielder that Spurs have been linked with is a, a player that is currently in Italy at the moment, as uh, Matteo Svanberg from uh, Bologna. Um, yeah, I know he yeah, he's a yeah. younger one. I think a big talent out in Italy. Um, is there any chance that he might be a, spur- a target for Spurs? Obviously, not one for this month, but maybe in yeah, is that yeah, yeah.
2: And we are talking. Uh, on this case we are talking about we can talk about January 2 uh, guys because you know uh, the valuation of this player for Bologna is around 25 million pounds. Uh, that are a big amount of money, but the player is what Antonio Conte really wants from his midfielders, from his number eights, for the speech, for the evaluations that I was explaining uh, uh, on the last couple of minutes. Three, four, two one, the two number eights are gonna be physical. And of course, Svantberg is not at the same level of Frankenstein. but Svantberg is a a very very good product. Uh, congrats on Batini, currently the sporting director of Bologna. We are talking about a very very good player, a player with fearless, uh, loves duels, wants to to play the ball as well. So I think that it could be a possibility. But of course, when you want a player in January, or is a possibility, or is is a chance, or you need to to pay the whole amount of money that is currently club is uh, asking that's what, what I think but of course uh, Svonberg could be a possibility for the next couple of weeks I'm not gonna assure you that it's gonna happen but it's gonna be a possibility because I don't know Antonio but Fabio Parati she loves him too loved him loved the way she's
0: playing sure so two players that have been linked with a move away um, i think we we briefly touched upon them tommy and nombele and deli ali of course two players um, yeah. you know a couple of, maybe a couple of years ago would have been you know huge players you would not have expected to deli ali to be in the situation he he currently finds himself in of course when we signed andombele he was a you know our our, our transfer record fee do you see that any chance of them leaving this month is is that a possibility for either of them two do you see them them departing spurs
2: Okay, question, mate. Dele, uh, when, when you talk about Dele, it's all up to the potential investors. It's all about to the ones that really want to try. Uh, I heard some news coming from Newcastle that Newcastle wants to try to bring him at least a loan. But you know, it's difficult, it's still difficult to find the right evaluation of Dele. How much is Dele? 20, 25, 30? If you think about uh, three years ago, it was uh, 70. 80 million pounds. He was expressed his best. I I think that uh, when Tottenham uh, uh, didn't manage to to reach an agreement to to persuade Christian and to stay at the club, I think that uh, with the Chris Eriksson's departure, Dele Alli was uh, was lost, guys was lost. Because if you think about Dele Dele's career, I think that uh, at least 70 percent, 80 percent of the Dele Alli's greatest goal in his career were all derived by Christian Eriksson. When you lose Christian Eriksson, you lost Dele Alli too. So yeah. that's, that's the question. There is no one. When, when some minutes ago I was talking about creativity, I was talking about that Lucas and Sonny uh, don't have the same characteristics of, uh, for example, William Hazard, I was connecting that kind of speech you know, uh, for what I know, Tottenham are desperate to offload Jerodon, Rodon, and mm-hmm. Steven Bergwijn too. Because Steven Bergwijn is the only one at Tottenham squad at the moment that really, really, really has got market abroad. You know, Ajax is trying everything to, to, to convince him to betray his love for PSV Eindhoven and to join Amsterdam. For what we know... Uh, Ajax uh, yesterday offered 80 million pounds. They are not enough, and there is a discussion. There are discussion between Fabio Paratici and Antonio because Antonio is not a big fan of Bergwijn. Fabio Paratici is <laughs> himself is. So there are discussion between the two. Antonio wants to get rid of him because uh, for what I know, uh, Steven Bergwijn uh, feels that he needs to be a starter. He needs to start every game. He wants to be the main name uh, alongside Memphis Depay on the national team. But, of course, in Tottenham it's difficult because in Tottenham he has got huge competition from, of course, Dele. Uh, not, not just Dele, but, uh, of course, Lucas and Sony So that's the biggest problem for, 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 for Steven. Uh, we are talking about 24 years old. He wants to be back in Holland. He wants to be yeah. back in uh, Netherlands. I want to be, be be playing week in and week out. That's the biggest question with with, with Steven Bergwijn, and this, the the potential sell of Steven Bergwijn could pave the way to to arise the funds to afford Adam uh, Adamatore. That's all about it. Yeah, like
1: you said, I mean, it, as I lean back to earlier, it does feel like a bit of a puzzle with missing pieces and moving pieces and trying to fit those pieces into the right parts. Um, moving on to wingers, Simone. Spurs whirling with a couple of weeks ago, um, a potential signing on a free transfer this summer. And I'm confident when I say this summer, people are getting really frustrated because um, all they want to know is what's happening this January. And um, not your fault. You've said June. We've said the summer a lot on this show so far. Um, But it's just the nature of, obviously, some of these players. They're out of contract in June. They're not out of contract in January. And that is what it is. Um, Usman Dembele, can you see any way in which Spurs could sign that player on a free transfer?
2: No way, mate. For what I know, uh, if Sinedine Zidane will will become next PSG boss, maybe with Poch going to Old Trafford, I think that uh, PSG starts as a a starter. They are uh, on the front line. To, to to bring in a player like Usman Dembélé, because Usman Dembélé has got a huge evaluation, guys. I know that uh, isn't, the consistency is not his best, of course, but you know, we are talking about 70, 80, 90 million pounds, so it's going to mm. be very, very difficult to persuade and convince him to join Tottenham in the next couple of, mm. of, of months. But as you know, it's all about top four, guys. It's all about top four. Of course, Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea will all finish into the top three. That's all. Mm. The, the top four battle is all about uh, Tottenham, Man United, uh, Arsenal, and West Ham. If they want to to, to give one hundred percent on that uh, on that on that race, but of course, Man United is far better than Tottenham in terms of the squad right now. But as you know, Man United are struggling at the moment. Rough landing is facing difficult times at the Trafford. So, Tottenham has got his main star in Antonio Conte. Antonio Conte is already driving a, uh, a normal car as a Ferrari, guys. The amount of points, uh, let's forget the defeat last season, uh, la- 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 last week at Stanford Beach in the first leg of the semi final of the Carabao Cup. But uh, the way he's leading his team out, week in and week out. 2-0 to Norwich, 2-0 to Bradford, 1-0 uh, to Watford. Uh, it's a pity that points that Tottenham dropped uh, some Samaris against Southampton. But of course, 2-0 to Palace, they are doing great things, great things, great things. So Tottenham can dream about finishing to the top four. Uh, finishing to the top four for Daniel Levy will be key, absolutely central, absolutely pivotal. Uh, and then it can attract players as well. You know, Franck is a strong possibility. Guys, uh, for generally, because I'm uh, reading comments for generally stuff, for generally stuff, for what we know, is all about Adama Atrobre and it's gonna not be easy. Then, of course, Fabi Baratici is famous for his surprise moves. If yeah. he can manage to, to make uh, a surprise move for the moment, nor me, nor either in Italy knows it, but, because that's the beauty of the game. Simone, do you, do you
1: think then what you just said about surprise moves, do you think there's
2: a player? That hasn't been linked at all
1: to Tottenham this window that you could see joining Tottenham, just a surprise amount of nowhere that nobody's reported so far that could yeah. be through the door, probably falling in the month. Is that a possibility?
2: Yeah, uh, but for you. And uh, my secret is Robin Ozens, the left wing back from Atlanta, German international, fantastic player. Yeah. I think the relationship between Atlanta and Tottenham are so, so good because Tottenham yeah. paid around seven million pounds to. To, to, to bring in uh, bof Collini uh, before and Romero too uh, we are talking about uh, the perfect fit for Antonio Conte if you manage uh, uh, guys, football is all about levels Ben davis and Sergi Reguilon are not uh, players that can win the title but if you bring in players like Sven Boutman from and Robin Gosens from Atalanta that could be mm. the perfect le- left-wing back you can win you can dream, because you bridge, you reduce the, what what Antonio wants. That is all about reducing the gap with Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City. That's all, guys. That's all. Yeah. Football is about uh, difference between players that can have potential or players that are real players, guys. And Robin Gosens is the best left-wing back that you can afford for the system of Antonio Conte. He wanted them at Inter, but it was quite difficult. So you know, Robin Gosens and no one still mention it could be the perfect, the perfect uh, player that both Antonio and Fabio want him to, to bring
0: to Tottenham. Another winger that Spurs have been quite strongly linked with this month is uh, De- Dejan Kulusevski from uh, Juventus. Um, now I know last night I think in Juve's game against Roma, I think uh, Chiesa um, has injured yeah. his ACL. So it looks they're like he's yes. going to be out for a while. Um, so, do you think that maybe that might have some sort of impact on Spurs' pursuit of um, Kulusevski? If 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 they if they've lost the winger in Chiesa for the rest of the season, will that impact Spurs' pursuit of Kulusevski?
2: Uh, no, Jamie, no chance at all to bring in Kulusevski. Apart from the fact right. that uh, I'm not a big fan of Kulusevski, to be honest, because Kulusevski, no one in Italy knows which kind of player he is. Is a winger? Is a number ten? is a left winger is a left wing back is a right sounds wing like back
1: all, Sounds like all four squad
2: <laughs> yeah we don't know we don't know we still don't know and we are looking for kruzeski for uh, uh, we are telling about kruzeski for 2 years now dilo skieza of course so it's going to be it's going to be uh, almost impossible but if i uh, we are coming back to the speech and the difference between uh, bringing in the Celso or bringing in Bruno Fernandes. If I need to spend £25 million for Kuluzeski, I will spend 35 £40 million to bring in Niccolò Zagnolo from Rome. That could be the perfect deal. Of course, he suffered about long injuries in the last couple of years, but we are talking about a croc, proper croc players. And Jose Mourinho is mourning because Jose Mourinho doesn't know which position in. He wants Sagnolo to play, so he's wondering, maybe I want to sell him, maybe I want to sell him in England. Guys, if Paratici wants Sagnolo, they've got huge chance to bring in Sagnolo. Sagnolo is top, top, top player, guys. He's physical, physically so strong. He's got a fantastic left foot. We're talking yep. about a player with number 10 mind, and we are back to, to discuss the difference between Lucas Hasson and William Hazard. The, the, the speech I, I, I used to, to do in the last couple of minutes, you know, that could be, that could be, I'm going to send send ideas to Fabio Paradigi uh, with, the, the with the likes of Gozels, with the likes of Zagnolo. I wish
1: someone sent send him some ideas, Simon to, to crack on. We need some ideas to go to him. 10th <laughs> <laughs> of January, we've done nothing, so please send him some ideas. As a
2: journalist, for what I know, the only one they are really trying to pursue and convince to join Tournament is Frank Isier. But Tottenham need finishing to the top four because it's not just about mm. paying the agent the amount of money the agent wants. It's not yep. just about paying Frank C the amount of money Frank C wants, but yep. it's all about uh, give Frank C a concrete reason to leave Milan, to leave a city Milan, to join a Champions League club. And it's all about face to face a Champions League battle that, for me, between Tottenham and United will go down to the wire. Definitely.
1: Can I ask you, Simone, I mean, one of the points that's been made a lot, this window is potentially, I know we've done nothing so far, so I'm laughing as I say this, um, potentially swap deals being maybe an option, this window more than, um, you know, direct transfer fees. Is that something that Paratagy might explore? Only because you look at the certain situations at Tottenham, we've touched on Deli Ali, we've touched upon and Ndombele, Matt Doherty. Are those going to be potentially more options as we tick down towards the end of this January transfer window?
2: Yeah, as you know, as you know, but it's gonna be difficult, guys. It's gonna be tough because, as you know, both Daniel Levy and Fabio Paratici are trying, uh, are desperate to float Tangu Bele. and they're trying to offer him as a swoop deal for Weston McKennie, just like you asked me before with Juventus. They're trying to to offload him to Rome, but of course, Rome in the next couple of years, uh, in the in the, in the next couple of uh, uh, hours will announce the signing of Sergio Rivera coming from Porto and that was uh, an operation and then that the deal that George Mendes uh, uh, absolutely drove, drew because we are talking about Sergio Rivera from Porto to Rome uh, on um, 1 million as a as a long deal and 15 million as a as a as an option to make it the deal permanent so we are talking about Rome that already have got in Dombele position, in Dombele position, uh, Sergio Rivera. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be difficult, guys. They actually, to... I've got
1: a line. Sorry, Simone, we've got people that are actually offering their partners as, a, as as an alternative to transfers. There you are, Simon Cunnels. Going to swap my wife for Kessie. What have you done to yourself, Simon? It's a January <laughs> window, only 10 days in, mate. I tell you what, steady on. There's still 20 days of this to go. What's going on in this transfer window? Sorry, Simone, probably just cutting you short there.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I know. I know that Frank Cassis is as good as he as it is, guys. He's a fantastic player, guys. Fantastic mm-hmm. player. It could be it could be the man that could, can change uh, the, the dynamics of, uh, of the midfielder for sports, guys. Because, of course, Oliver Skip could be a great potential, but, of course, we are talking about a very young player that, that still needs to improve. So... Mm. This is the defense, And uh, Oiberg is a fantastic football player. He could be a fantastic player to play 25 30 games. But if you want to, to try to be competitive to win the Premier League, of course, uh, Obi, we all love pierre Emile Oiberg, but cannot be the answer, guys. There are players yeah. much better than Oiberg if you want to, to try to win the Premier League next season.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a fair point. Um, Bergwijn, you mentioned, obviously, being a possibility of going... Uh, yeah. Go on, Jay,
0: Do you want to come in there? Sorry, you yeah, go ahead. On that. I, know, I know we've obviously covered both, but the one I wanted to ask about was Jaffet Tanganga. Um, he's been linked with a move to Juventus and AC Milan as two clubs that are potentially looking at him. I know he's got an Italian agent, but is there, do you think there's anything in that, Jaffet Tanganga moving to one of the Italian clubs?
2: Yeah, Jamie. No chance for Juventus. Uh, could be a possibility for AC Milan that he's trying to find uh, some, some defenders on the market. God, because... Simon Kier got uh, injured, and we are talking about a uh, serious injury. So at the moment, uh, the only one centre backs uh, on which Stefano Pioli, that is AC Milan manager, can count at the moment is Romagnoli, or Romagnoli and Tomori. I Tomori that you know very well. So uh, they are trying to they are trying to persuade Botman, but uh, as I was saying, Lille are asking 35, if not yeah. 40 million pounds. That is mm. gonna be uh, impossible amount of money on botman there is the strong interest from Newcastle but Sven don't want to go doesn't want to go because uh, there is to be relegated in Newcastle at St Jesus Park is currently uh, not an utopia but a concrete prospect uh, yeah. uh so uh, they are trying to find uh, in January as we know some uh, uh, good option Tanganga could be an option cause you know, uh, when Kuti Romero got injured, the, the surprise decision by Antonio was to play Davinson Sanchez instead of Tanganga. That, that, that was, uh, Jaffet was one of the greatest product under, under Nunez Spirito Santo. I remember the first game against Man City, it was brilliant as a right-back. So he can play as a center-back on the right, uh, on the face centre back on the right. But Kuti Romero will be back uh, as soon as possible uh, on the pitch. Is uh, already started to work on the pitch. Davinson Sanchez is uh, fully appreciated by Antonio, so maybe a long deal, maybe a long deal could be an option for AC Milan. Uh, for you, no, no, not at all, not at all, because uh, they have got uh, the likes of uh, Bonucci, Kellini, Rugani, Delikt, uh, the uh, so they have got uh, they are full of option in that position, guys. So I'm not thinking about Juventus.
1: Uh, but before Jamie asks you about uh, Dusan Vlahovic, I just want to double check on Bergvain. You mentioned him earlier. Is it a case with Bergwijn that he'll only leave the club if they are going to get a replacement of some kind, whether that's Adama Traore to come in that can operate also as a as a winger, and obviously now Conte uh, looking to turn him into a, a right wing back? Is that, is yeah. that dependent, or will he go regardless whatever happens it's, with Traore, as far as you a, understand?
2: It's not all about uh, it's not all about uh, Adama Traore. I think that Adama is part of a triangle, if we can say that, with Matuidi and Steven Bergwijn. I think that uh, Steven Bergwijn can leave the club even if Fabio Paratici uh, don't get don't, doesn't get uh, Adam Atrore. because uh, I think that Adam Atrore is more linked to the Matertis swap deal than Steven Bergwijn because you know in the position of Steven Bergwijn you've got Dele, uh, with of course with other characteristics you you've got the the same Brian Gill guys Brian Gill Brian Gill can play in that position uh, if, if we want, he's a right winger. He loves to start from the wing, from the right to cut inside, to play with his left foot. So he's a, such a that kind of a, that kind of a, of player. And of course, Steven Bergwijn. For what I know, Daniel Levy, as you know, is he, asking at least twenty-five million pounds. Twenty-five million pounds. If Steven wants to betray his piaceful fate and join Ajax, it can happen. It can happen, because Ajax strongly want him. Yesterday, the amount of money that Ajax uh, were offering to Tottenham is is all about uh, £80 million. Daniel Levy wants more, and it's not easy, as you know, more than me, to to deal with Daniel Levy. This is the the current situation, guys. I think that uh, Fabio Paratici and Steven Nietzsche, too, love the guy, but Antonio don't. Antonio wants players that uh, are soldiers, are there to sacrifice themselves for the team, and this is a big difference between Steven Bergwijn, because Steven is thinking about being a starter. And I was saying, yeah. as I was saying, you know, in that position, Antonio clearly prefers Lucas Moura and the likes of Cleary Sonny. So it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for Steven to to, to find a place in a, a spot in this team. He wants to feel a starter, guys. He wants to be back maybe in a in a in a in a uh, in division in uh, in Amsterdam uh, in, in in PSV and so uh, they are looking for a uh, for solution for what uh, I can say in my opinion Steven Bergwijn is a good player he's actually a, a good player you cannot discuss about it but his potential is only a very good player he will never become a top 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 player this is yeah. my little
0: feelings guys
2: mm. so if Tottenham want to get rid of him okay no problem mm.
0: So another player I think that's going to be uh, huge in the summer in terms of lots of clubs going after him is Dusan Blachowicz. Um Obviously, yeah. currently at Fiorentina, um, he had a fantastic 2021. 20, I think he uh, leveled Cristiano Ronaldo's record for most goals in a calendar year in Syria. Is he a player that, that might be on the move it, this month? I know Arsenal have been very strongly linked with him, uh, which would be I, th- I think would be a terrible if he was to go there, but. Do you think that's a player that Spurs might have any sort of chance of getting um, either this month, which I'd say was very unlikely, um, but what about in June?
2: Yeah, for what we know, great question, mate. For what we know here in Italy, the only one, and uh, I'm not going to say that uh, you're not going to be happy listening to these words from me. The only club that can bring him on January is Arsenal. (laughs) That's all. Because uh, they are... They seems to be the only one to ready to splash the cash, to bring him in. Of course, we are talking about uh, a player which contract will expire in 2023. That is quite different. Mm-hmm. Next summer, he will leave for. I think that if you go to Comiso, that is the the chairman of Fiorentina, with 40, 15 million pounds, you will bring in the player. The player wants to stay because the players is uh, uh, want to bring Fiorentina back to European football. I'm not talking about uh, Europa League. I can talk also about Conference League. The main target for Dusan. Dusan wants to stay at the club and want mm. to lead the attack of Florence to bring, to bring back to European football. We are talking about guys a top, top, top striker. And you know why he's top? Because he's complete. He can score from free kicks. He can, he can score penalties. He can score 25, 30 goals for season. For me, he's already better than Lukaku. Is ready to play for whatever club you want in the planet. But of course, Tottenham already have a top, 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 struggle in the world. Because I think that the masterclass of last summer is that Tanya Levy <laughs> keeping on defending Harry Kane and Harry Seah at the club. So everyone is aware uh, of how much Pep Guardiola wanted him to join Man City. And of course... Harry, uh, wanted to go because not just for Tottenham, he loves Tottenham he's good to everybody, but he deserves to be winning the Golden Boot, the Premier League week in and week out because of course, when uh, I prize Dusan Vlaovic, there are no so many strikers better than Dusan Vlaovic, for me are full Karim Benzema, Robert Lewandowski, Harry Kane and that's enough guys, that's enough uh, we are talking about uh, the, the only strikers in the world are better than him, of course, Eric Calend, definitely. Dusan Bajic is part of that five players, strike center forwards best in the in the world yeah. for, for me. But of course, if I was Paratici, I would spend a lot more to reinforce the defensive line, right wing back, not just with Adama, but but but, but more on left wing back, uh, center midfielders. Tottenham in that position is just covered. And uh, could be a possibility that some news I'm going to send you. Uh, for what I know, Tottenham is not going to to force a move for Duzan Vlaovic because he's so expensive. They are just looking forward to a cover, to a backup for Harry. A cover, a backup. And there is uh, Andrea Belotti, the one that missed the penalty in the final against uh, against uh, England on Wembley uh, uh, that is going to expiring his contract in June with Torino. And it can yep. be a good solution. It, it can be a good solution, guys. Andre Belotti could be an option. We are talking about a player better than Soldado, better than Jansen, and uh, younger than uh than Fernando Llorente. So I think if I was Palatici, I would spend not seventy million pounds on Vlaovich where I have in a position where I have Kane, Lucas, Sonny. I would spend mm. in other in other parts. Because, of course, the attack of Tottenham is great. The option, the attacking option, are great. Tottenham need to spend on midfielders, on right-wing backs, on left-wing backs, on centre-backs. That's my my idea, guys.
1: Can, can I ask you, um, Simone, you mentioned about an alternative to Lalović. Yeah? One of those names being mentioned, and I've got to pronounce this right, I'll try my best to, uh, jean Luca Skamaka. Have I got that correct, yeah. that name, that pronunciation? Um a player that's all very highly, apparently, on Fabio Paratici's radar. Anything there in terms of speculation of a move to Tottenham? Is that realistic?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an interesting player. He's an interesting prospect. He's one of the best, uh, youngest players in Italy. And, and of course, in Italy, everyone is discussing about Ciri Mobile, the same Andrea Belotti. They are looking for a new striker for the national team. Uh, but, apart from Gianluca Scamacca, this new player coming from... Uh, his history is a little bit particular because he comes from Rome. He grew up uh, as a, in the Academy of Rome. Then he went away to, uh, to Netherlands with PSV. He came back one year in uh, Genoa and now he's showing the real, the real characteristics as a strong new striker for Sassuolo. He's growing up. But of course, I think that, uh, of course, guys, when in Italy, a new striker, 22, 23 years old, starts to score goals is going to get uh, ex- so expensive so i think uh, as i said he's an interesting player but paratici for uh, an expensive point of view we look at to cheapest option to cheaper options guys that's what uh, what i think
0: just to bring it back on to a player that we currently have of course harry kane uh, for me one of the as you said one of the very best strikers in the world there has been a bit of talk of, of potentially a new contract, for him. Is, is that something that you see happening, Harry Kane committing, a, a, a committing to Spurs? And then, of course, what would kind of be the details of that contract? Would there be a release clause for, for maybe next summer? Or, or Do you see Harry Kane committing his future to Spurs long term?
2: I think that uh, Harry Kane's future is strongly connected and linked to, to Antonio Conte's future at Tottenham. Uh, Harry will stay. Harry is happy. We have seen a, a new phase of Harry. Uh, we are not seeing the Harry Canes playing under Nuno. We are seeing uh, uh, Harry playing under Antonio. And uh, Antonio was uh, a statement from Tottenham. Of course, uh, Tottenham need to rebuild after Jose Mourinho. When you bring in such a great manager, arguably one of the best managers in the world, like Antonio, he means so much. He means so much and he meant so much to Harry Kane too. That's the biggest difference. I think that, uh, guys, we can never uh, forget the fact that uh, Harry Kane's current contract will expire uh, in 2024. So there is a lot of space of time to discuss about new a uh, new contract. So for the moment, the priority is to think about January. On February, the priority will be to discuss about Ugo Lloris' contract. And then maybe... There is no there is no urgency um, uh, in terms of uh, thinking about Hurricane. Hurricane nowadays is happy. Right now is happy. So, till the moment Daniel Levy and the board will show uh, Hurricane the ambition for sports. He will stay and he will stay happy to, to stay at Tottenham. Of course, Tottenham need to invest money in defense and in midfielders. Number eight. That, that's what we, we really bring in. Don't get me wrong, uh, Dusan Vlaovic is a fantastic player, but I think that uh, if next summer Antonio Fabio will have, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, 100 millions of euros of, of pounds to spend on the transfer, I will go for uh, reinforce other other position, guys. Because, of course, Vlaovic is a fantastic player, but, you know, Tottenham don't, don't need to invest in that position, guys.
0: Mm. So just to, just to kind of throw a couple of names at you that we've got down here, um, Clement Longley. He's a player who's been linked, of course, at Barcelona. Uh, Nikola Milenkovic. I know he was linked last summer from Fiorentina, central defender. Um, Isco and Antoine Griezmann. There are a couple of players that have been linked. So they kind of any any of those names that they have interest to Spurs?
2: Yeah, Ant- uh, Antoine Griezmann, of course, is a dream, no chance at all, because you know, uh, Luca Santi. Let's have a look at what. What the situation around Bergwijn will 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 end up. That's what we, we all know. Lenglet could be an option, guys. Could be an option because, of course, Paradisi bring brought in uh, the likes of Emerson Royal because everyone is aware of the of the finances of the currently. Uh, of course, guys, Barcelona is facing a, a very very difficult time in terms of uh, financial financial situation and. Uh, Lenglet could be an option because uh, he's a left footed. He can play in the position where he's currently playing, Davis. But of course, he costs 30, 40, and he, he, it's all about June, guys. It's all about June. Nikola Milankovic uh, is dead. I think that we live. I, can, in the I can tell you, Simone, you're,
1: you're saying it's all about June. There's people there getting the laptops and throwing them out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. It's the iPads about June, are
2: going, guys. the phones are going, it's all about June. It's all about June, guys. It's all about June. You know. Yeah. In general, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult, guys. It's gonna be oh, it's gonna be like. difficult. Adam is the is the oldest man, of course, for what yeah. everyone knows. Of, or everyone knows. So that's the that's the situation, guys. Then no, if could no, be nothing on me-
1: no chance of messy. <laughs> <laughs> nothing on messy. <laughs>
2: No chance at all guys No chance at all I'll tell
1: you what After tonight We're all looking forward to June now i tell you what We can't wait for We should just rename the podcast Last one on June we're, We can't wait for June i tell you what, Roll on June yeah. Who knows what's coming in June We can't wait um, Okay Simone Let's ask you a final question um, Realistically how, how many players Do you think Spurs Will sign Before the end Of this January transfer window
2: Two One could be Two. Adama And the other one Because I know I know Paratici, it could be a surprise move, guys. Could be a surprise move. Okay. Yes, of course. I I'm I give some suggestions, I give some names, the likes of Robin Goisens, the likes of Andre Velotti, the likes of Sven Botman. Sven Botman yep. could be a possibility, but of course, we don't know actually what both Fabio and Antonio are disguised are discussing behind the anecdotes. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Like- <laughs> so that, that's the situation, guys. That's the situation. Of course, so I that's, think that's also that's... very
1: key, isn't it, Simone? I mean, everyone, listen. There's a lot of people that claim to be in the know, but like you said, the only people that really know what's going on is, of course, uh, Fabio Paratici and Antonio Conte. They'll keep their cards very close to their chest because they won't want the rumours getting out of who they're after. Because again, mm. that price just goes up. So I think it's very important we make that point. Mm. I wonder, you know, again, um, in your opinion, Simone, watching Spurs like you do from overseas, is two players enough? To get Spurs Champions League, football. when you look at what Spurs have got in that squad, you look at Ndombele, Deli Ali's form. You look at again uh, issues at centre back if Romero isn't fit, and again like you said, Dyer and Sanchez have come on. And um, just one striker at the Football Club. I have to make that point. You know, Spurs one striker, one senior striker. No. Is two players enough in your opinion to get Spurs into the Champions League this season? Can Antonio Conte do that with his
2: squad? Yeah, yeah, it's all about. Uh, it, it, it all depends on Man United, guys. To be honest, it's all about Man United because, of course, if you think about, uh, as I as I keep on saying, if you think about the squads, it's all about Man United. Man United is far better than Tottenham, Arsenal, and West Ham. If they manage to to be back on track, they will finish fourth. If they keep on struggling, Tottenham have got, have got huge chances, huge chances, guys, huge chances. To be honest, uh, I don't think that the, the backup for Harry Kane will change uh, Tottenham's perception of, or hopes of getting a top-four spot. Of course, don't get me wrong, Andrea is a good player. He can come here uh, in January, but of course, he won't change the destiny of Tottenham. You know, you need something big to change the destiny of Tottenham. And uh, as Antonios as well, is keep on saying in January, in gen- because I'm, I'm not telling stories, of course guys it's it's reality uh, look at, at the quotes of Antonio after Chelsea Tottenham 2 uh, nil you cannot think that you can change perception of uh, of sports and ambition of sports in general guys in general yeah. we need to yeah. to let Antonio going on working with the current the players that he has already have yeah of course i don't see a big potential for example in Sergio Reguilard but under Antonio, we are seeing a, a good left wing back. So let's move on and let's see what can happen, guys. I know Fabi Baradici uh, is famous to, to bring in someone from not, out of nothing, guys. Out of nothing. Yep. So let's let's look. We don't know what can happen, guys.
0: For what let's know, wait. for
2: what yep. I know, I, I see the names. I've got some yep. ideas. Botman, Gosens, Belotti, these kind of players, they are not linked to Tottenham in these days. Is is my perception. Yep. For what mm. I can even Im- know, that's what I
1: know. Well, listen, Simone, it's been a pleasure having you tonight. Thank you so much for like, giving us all your information. We really appreciate it. Before uh, we do let you go, um, uh, one of our own there on the screen, uh, Chris Cowlin, um one of our panellists, uh, says, uh, what trophy will Conte win first, Simone? So, uh that's the
2: June. What's going to come first? Well, if, if Antonio will be able to overcome the situation on the second leg against Chelsea, why not, guys? Why not? Why not? Guys, I want to I want to thank you all, guys, for the time spent together. That was a massive privilege and a massive honour, of oh, course. Oh, listen, you know. we've loved it. Can I
1: ask yeah. one thing before you go now? One yeah? of our uh, panellists who is watching tonight... Um, and that's uh, Jason McGovern you might have seen Jason can get very angry when we mention the name um, to him of Adama Traore I just want to know your thoughts personally if Adama Traore is to sign for Tottenham yeah is, will he be a success at the club this is for yeah, Jason by the way Jason is to definitely. you
2: because you know let, let me let me uh, let, let me close the show with, uh, with a story because uh, I want to I want to help you to 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 find out who Antonio Conte really is Antonio Conte is a boss, guys. Uh, Adam Atrore is uh, famous for his un- for his inconsistency on the football pitch. Of course, <laughs> I'm reading some quotes, some comments from there. <laughs> the great guys. You, that, know, not uh,
1: that, you,
2: you, you. were loved up until that. <laughs> <laughs> great, absolutely, absolutely great, guys. Let me let me tell you about his story. Oh, you remember uh, uh, Antonio Conte fifth reign at Juventus. Uh, Marotta brought him a, a player, uh, Reto Ziegler, a Swiss international, left wing, left back, uh, coming from Sampdoria for free. Uh, first days, early days, when Antonio Conte got appointed as new Juventus boss, he wants everyone to be a soldier for him, he wants 100% of attitude on the, on the training ground. Uh, this Reto Ziegler a uh, free agent coming from Sampdoria was caught on smiling. Smiling when Antonio Conte was given his uh, instruction his, his to, the, to the players. Antonio went to, went to Reto Zigger and said to him, Reto, you will never play for me anymore. And that was the end of the story, end of the day. So, I think that the Adama, Adama, too, that he's famous for inconsistency because, of course, one day he seems to be able to dribble everything. Uh, the the other day he played the worst game of his life guys under under Conte could be he could become real uh, he could become really a star guys trust me trust me Honestly, as a right winger um, or right wing back in what position you
1: you, we've well, sold him to a number of our let's like, say listeners tonight thank you so sure. much um, Jamie passing yeah. on always great to have let's like, say some knowledge of the transfer window yeah. we just uh, we keep on
0: waiting Jay. Yeah, and obviously, uh, it sounds like we could be waiting until the summer, of course. But yeah, fantastic to have you on, Simone. I think a yeah, brilliant guest tonight. All, always great to hear about transfers. It doesn't look like we might get too many uh, this month, unfortunately, in January, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the summer now. So. Yeah, fantastic, guest, Let, Thanks for coming
2: on. Thank you, thank you, Jamie. Thank you for the, your kindly words. Let's wait for Adama, Let's wait for another surprise move. And it's yes, surprise so because it. we don't know. We don't know. Uh, Fabio Paratici is lovely because we don't know what can expect from him. Of course, guys. Yes. No one yes. knew Gill, <sighs> Suddenly, Gill officially is a Tottenham player. Wow! Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that, I, I, I think you, you're
1: right. I think it's a great way to end that. You make that point. You know, Brian Hill, it came out of nowhere. It wasn't yeah. speculated by anybody. Yeah. And Perfect. again, you know, you talk about this uh, Paratigy surprise. My God, I hope you're right. We can't wait to unwrap it. Yeah,
2: of course. <laughs> so for us, for us that, uh, uh, as a journalist, as a journalist here in Italy, is uh, tough to guys uh, nice to understand Fabio Paratici, of course, because he yeah. can be able to bring in someone out of nothing. So let's go. Roll on the Absolutely. summer, guys. We'll be a brilliant yeah. summer first
1: Absolutely. Uh, Simone, very quickly, where can um, where uh, a lot of our listeners are based overseas? So, where can they find your work? Where can they find you? Uh,
2: football session, kit, If you uh, will be, you need to be able to read Italian, guys. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the biggest biggest problem, guys. Of course, because uh, I'm here everywhere, uh, everywhere you want, whenever you want. I'm here. So. Let's go. Mm. Keep on touch, guys. That's been uh, that's been uh, brilliant, guys.
1: Absolutely, Simone. Thank you so much, Jay. As always, thank, thank you, Believe um, it or not. Well. We are back tomorrow with yet another transfer show to bring to you. What are we doing to ourselves? Twenty four hours in time. What are we doing? Uh, but listen, my thanks to Simone, to Jamie, and from me, guys. Have a great evening. Keep safe. Keep well. And as always, come on, you Spurs.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.